It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Final score, the LA Kings 2, the San Jose Sharks 1 in overtime. Let's get to the instant replay as to how it all happened at SAP Center at San Jose. Enthusiastic crowd on hand. Uh, some Kings fans, lots of Sharks fans, as always, whenever these two teams play, regardless of the arena that they play in. It was a scoreless tie for most of the game. In fact, in the first 20 minutes, the shots were 10-6 in favor of Los Angeles, and rookie Magnus Krona in the nets for the Sharks was looking mighty sharp. But David Riddick was pretty solid in goal for the L.A. Kings as well. The shots on goal were 17-8 in the second period favoring San Jose, and that was Riddick's best period. It stayed nothing-nothing. The only other thing to tell you about in the first 40 minutes was uh, a fighting penalty between Jacob Doty of Los Angeles and also Scott Sabarin of the San Jose Sharks, about 12.32 into the second. That was after a whistle, and in fact, those two guys uh, battled it out with a pretty good couple of shots at each other in the first war of attrition, as far as the Sharks were concerned. Speaking of attrition, in the third period, it was Jan Ruda that got hit by Doty, and it was a high check to the head that Doty would take late in the th midway through the third period, about 6.51 in, actually, with the score nothing nothing but after that power play was stopped Alex LaFerriere out of Harvard University played college hockey with Henry Thrun got his first goal of the preseason tipping a puck out of the air that was sent toward the net by Jacob Moverara LaFerriere got a stick on it and it got by Krona to make it one nothing Charles Houdon the one-time Montreal Canadian also assisted at 9.57 of the third it was one nothing Los Angeles. Time was winding down on the Sharks. They were getting chances, but David Riddick was pretty solid. And finally, with 2.47 to play, Tomas Hurdle made it a 1-1 game. Lassick moves up the boards, up to the right point, pivots, moves to the middle of the ice, tosses right circle, Hurdle shoots, star! Tomas Hurdle ties the game. Little pushing and shoving after that. But that was a beautiful setup, and Tomas Hurdle from the right circle makes it all even 1-1. That was a really nice goal by Tomas Hurdle, assisted by Mark Edward Vlasic and Mario Ferraro at 17-13 of the third period. 1-1 the score. Shots on goal in the third were 10-7 in favor of San Jose. But in overtime, with 3-on-3, three three, Los Angeles had some momentum, and then they would get a major break when Anthony Duclair got an unfortunate tripping call at 2.38, putting the Kings on the power play. Many times did the Sharks try to get the puck out of the zone. They were unable to do it 4-on-3 against, and so those three skaters on the ice were awfully tired as the Kings started to change players, and ultimately that proved to be a difference in the decision in the game, as at 4:21 of overtime, with only 39 seconds left, Samuel Fagimo, who had several big chances in OT and missed, finally made good on it. 
The puck bounds to the near side. It's held in by the Kings. Now it's Fagimo again. Shoots and scores. Only a matter of time there for Fagimo to get it. It was probably the fifth or sixth time he had a chance to the net. This time it gets by Krona. And the final score is the Kings 2, the Sharks 1. Fagimo's first of the preseason from Hicketts and Houdon at 421. Kings 2, Sharks 1. Shots were 5-2 to two in favor of L.A. in overtime. Totals for the game, 35 for the Sharks, 30 for the Kings. And an unfortunate end for Magnus Krona's pro debut. But boy, he looked really calm, cooled, and collected and solid in the nets. On the other side of the ice, David Riddick, a strong performance, got the win. His uh, second period was a big difference in the game for Los Angeles. Yep. Uh, the Sharks came up with a good second period. Not such a great first period, um, but they brought more pressure in the second period. They had power play opportunities that looked dangerous, but David Riddick was able to make save after save. If I would have been one critique regarding the power play for the Sharks, to me, not enough guys in front of the net and obscuring the vision of David Riddick. Overall, I agree with you 100% on Magnus Krona. He looked very, very good. I thought he looked... Um, like a seasoned veteran, Danny, in the net. Big guy, covers a lot of the net, and um, doesn't allow very many, or did not, I should say tonight, allow very many second opportunities. And the shot that beat him, the two shots that beat him, he had zero chance on. Thomas Bordalo, not bad. Had not some bad. good moments in the game. Especially five in the overtime. Six on face-offs, good in overtime. Uh, same thing for William Eklund, who's trying to get NHL time. He had four shots on goal in the game. But to me, the the cream that rose to the top of the crop tonight, uh, you know, the, the group thing tonight was uh, Muka Madulin. He yeah. was just so good. Shakir Muka Madulin played 24 and a half minutes. He had four shots on goal, two block shots. And he's looking like a National Hockey League player to me. Yeah, Um no argument from me. I, what I like about him is that simple fact. He looks like an NHLer. He doesn't look like a kid trying to make it in the NHL. No, and he's not exactly old. No, know what I'm saying. He is, he is a kid, and he's got a ton of poise. Shakir Muhammadulin is 21 years of age, will be 22 oh on January the 10th, and yet he looks like uh, he's got more poise. It reminds me. January of, babies. That's part of it. The other thing it reminds me of, in a way, was remember when Mark Edward Vlasic was 19? And he looked like an NHL player, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why he made the club. Right. You know, he just he's so much poise. Is this going to happen again? Well, the confidence that... The one thing that Mark Edward Vlasic always had was confidence. Mark Edward Vlasic is a, is a, was a player that kept it rather simple, understood what he had to do right away when he got into the National Hockey League in order to be successful, and he's carried that through his entire career. Now, as he's older, you're looking at Muka Madulin, who, without a doubt, seems to understand how to play in this league and knows what makes him a good player. So maybe it is happening again. If that's the case, well, way to go. Good job, Mike Greer, making that trade couple of other notes. Mike Hoffman had six shots on goal in this game. Only a matter of time for him. Had some really good chances tonight, and I thought he played pretty well. And Tomas Hurdle, good to see him uh, go 18-6 and six on faceoff, 75%. That's really, really important for him this season. Huge. And then he scored that nice goal. Yep, absolutely. Uh, one of the, there, there are areas where everybody can improve. One of the areas that I'd like to see... Tomash improve on. This is one thing he worked on, and so did Alexander Barabanov. Is the shot shooting the puck, shooting the puck, shooting the puck? And I like the fact that he was he walked to the middle on that late goal, waited for the man in front to provide the screen, and then put it where he had to. But the other aspect is, as you mentioned, power play or faceoffs. Man, you can't be chasing the puck all night. So I, yeah, I I think you're right. 
And also for the L.A. Kings, uh, goaltender David Riddick is sort of the Aaron Dell of their roster, it seems like, <laughs> in the sense of he's a veteran goaltender with NHL experience. Their goaltenders are probably going to be Phoenix Copley, who deserves yes. a chance to play again after what he did last year. And, of course, Cam Talbot yep. uh, acquired, and he's a National League goaltender. So it looks to me like Riddick is that Aaron Dell guy that's going to step in and maybe uh, go back and forth yep. between the rain and and the L.A. Kings. Let's not forget that L.A. is in a situation with their cap in which they may have to uh, carry 21 guys on the roster. Right. So you might have a situation there where you get some injuries or something like that where the Kings need to have goaltending help. Well, the other aspect with Cam Talbot uh, is Cam has had been prone to injury late mm -hmm. in his career. I mean, I love Cam Talbot. I, I, I know Cam from my days in Edmonton when he was there. Terrific person. One of the nicest guys you're going to meet in the game. A hardworking, dedicated guy, but he has been bit by the injury bug over the last couple of seasons. So having that insurance marker in David Riddick is a very, very shrewd move by the general manager, Rob Blake. Also, the other player that impressed me was Brant Clark for Los Angeles. Played 27 and a half minutes. Yes. Three shots on net. Blocked shot. Couple of hits. He was minus one. He was on the ice for the goal against. But uh, still, uh, I, I think that he's somebody that's going to be counted on uh, to kind of take the helm of Drew Doughty here in Los Angeles in a couple of years. Yeah, it's, it's one thing that's been interesting with the Los Angeles Kings since Todd McClellan took over is the resurgence of Drew Doughty. Drew Doughty, we thought, well, it's the miles have caught up to him. All those games, all those playoffs, those two championships have caught up to him. The, the World Cups, the Canada Cup, the, the World Championships, the, the Olympic goals, it, it all caught up to him. But he's had a resurgence under Todd McClellan. And but he's still getting old. I mean, we're so, you know, father time comes for us all. And Brant Clark was just fantastic tonight. I really liked his game. And you mentioned him a lot. And one thing that he reminded me of, it kind of reminded me of Rob Blake or even Kyle McLaren, how he likes to throw the hip check along the boards, squeezes guys out, throws the hip, and, and gets the puck going the other way. Los Angeles won the game in overtime by a 2-1 count. Had this been regular season, the Sharks would have had one point in the standings. But there are no standings until October the 12th for San Jose. And I think that uh, this is at least a, a nice preview of what's going to be a really good series this year between the Sharks and L.A. I, I, I look at it, and the Sharks are... It, we know where they are as far as the club goes. The L.A. Kings have had to... in undertake the rebuild earlier than the Sharks. And I think they're probably ahead of schedule when they thought they were. A lot of it had to do with Rob Blake and his shrewd moves and Todd McClellan being the coach that he is. But David Quinn, I think this year, when we're looking at what David's been doing at training camp and looking at the guys at training camp, we're looking at Hoffman, Duclair, um, I, I like Giovanni Smith. Um, when I like the, the fact that, that you've got Mukamadulin and Kanijov and Ferraro and Mark Evervlasic. There's veterans with the rookies. And the goaltending competition that you're seeing, I think you're seeing the Sharks take that first step into getting back into a contender status. When that happens, who knows? I mean, it's, it's tough in the National Hockey League. We haven't seen the best on best yet. But for the San Jose Sharks, I think they've got a more purposeful direction than they had last year, Danny. And I think they're feeling more confident about that they will be about their team and that they're going to be a tough team to play against. Final score in overtime, the LA Kings two and the San Jose Sharks one. That's our Sharks instant replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks audio network.